0: And welcome along to the Click Technology Show, the show that talks about what's happening out there in the cutting-edge world of technology today. I'm Hilary Johnson. Coming up up on today's show, we talk with John Boland, Chief Executive of HeNet, about the recent three-year deal signed between HeNet and Microsoft to revolutionise the third-level sector. Through this agreement, Microsoft intends to use the platform to engage with the third-level sector and increase awareness of a wide range of technologies available to them, in some cases free of charge. The agreement will also enable students access to a number of Microsoft technologies, including the cloud-based Azure program for a 90-day period, Office 365 and DreamSpark. And through these programs, students can work in a collaborative environment where they can develop apps, games, tools, and designs at no cost. And we also have Wayne Daly, a computing student from Cork, joining us to tell about a bright idea he's had, which he is currently trying to turn into a product which has the potential to make all our lives a little bit easier. He'll be talking about refill a cup, a product which essentially does what it says on the tin, a cup that has the the ability to refill itself and later on i'll be telling you about the latest tech and games news this week but first we're joined by john boland chief executive of HeNet. john you're very welcome thanks Hilary. now john you're in the headlines this week with microsoft but before i get you to tell me a little bit about about that contract what exactly is HeNet?
1: Okay, it's it's H-E-A-Net, the, the, the H-E-A-Bit comes from... Am I from saying it wrong? Right yes. now? <laughs>
0: um,
1: a lot of people yeah, struggle with... We live in a fast-paced Francis. environment. Indeed. I can't be
0: dealing with pronouncing not. letters, you know? Of course not, yeah. i <laughs>
1: have to think about changing the name. It's too hard. <laughs> really but, um, yes, the Higher Education Authority, which funds all of the universities and all the IOTs in the country. And so that's where the, the, the H-E-A-Bit comes from. So, essentially, we provide internet services and connections amongst all of the universities, all the IOTs, all research organisations in the country country. So we connect them all together to work together with each other and we connect them to the internet and to the research networks in the world as well.
0: And when was
1: this founded? It's about 20 years old at this stage. It started off, interestingly, um, about 20 years ago. There was a very expensive mainframe computer with a very expensive software in one of the colleges. And um, the other colleges were screaming for it. And they said, well, we can't buy more of these. So is there any way we could connect together and share them? So the seven universities got, I think, about £70,000, as it was then, to connect each other all up to one computer. So that was kind of the start of it, about 20 years ago ago but then of course you had email and file transfers and then suddenly the worldwide web explosion and the internet made it more and more of a vital service for colleges.
0: I'd say that computer 20 years ago must have been the size of a room. <laughs> it
1: would have been the two rooms yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that's, so that's how it was set up and so who are the main instigators behind it then?
1: Um, it would have been the Higher Education Authority who put a bit of money in to get it going and then the universities um, and then the IOTs, uh, they were RTCs at that time, they all joined together and so um, I was working at Dublin City University, I was the the representative on this sort of um, joint thing there, it was just a sort of um, a um, uh, voluntary collaboration, then, but of course, with the explosion of the web and with the need for research and so on, it became more and more critical. So, so then they decided to set up a company to be focused on getting the best deals, getting the best internet connectivity we could out of the island, and all this sort of thing.
0: And so, if I was, because I think I vaguely remember I went to UCD, um, and I'm also in DBS at the moment, but I vaguely remember seeing HAI um kind of when I was logging on at different points like how would a student where is a student going to see this in operation in the college and what colleges are kind of off the top of your head are involved in? Sure.
1: Um, every university, every institute of technology, all the research, National Cancer Registry of Ireland, School, all these sort of people are, are, are members of the network. Yeah. Any sort of publicly funded education and research organization and um, so th- they're all members in a sense we don't um, particularly promote ourselves and market ourselves we do the underlying, the plumbing to connect everybody together. So we're kind of work away quietly und- underneath, yeah. w- keeping everything going.
0: And so, if a student was to walk into, you know, the the campus, where will they see you first?
1: Um, Every email they, they send, every it's web page then. they access is um, is the students using. For example, one of the revolutionary things in colleges now is um, before the sort of student systems and all that were on campus and they were the critical, the jewels in the crown. Um, now, s- take UCD for example, their virtual learning environment where all the students put up their, they see their lecture notes, they submit their assignments, their exam results, all these things. That system is now hosted in Amsterdam so the students, wow. when they're working on that, they we we connect them then to Amsterdam, to our European connection. So it's quite seamless, but uh, yeah. it's a revolution in in terms of how, how things work.
0: Very good. And, and so, what's this? New, you're partnering with Microsoft now to impact third level education. Tell me a bit about this three year contract.
1: Sure. Uh, I suppose Microsoft have always been um, very. Um, Keen on working with the education establishment been very supportive, and way back it was just buying licenses per seat for Microsoft Word or Microsoft Excel or even Windows indeed, but now they 've taken it to another level, so we signed a, a three year deal where we get very very um, competitive prices like it's a fraction of what people going into PC world will buy Microsoft Office for so the education deals for the the students and the staff in colleges is a fraction of that Um, but now there's it so more than just Microsoft Office now there's the whole um, the the sort of Office 365 the cloud based um, features of it now Mm. which is quite radical so essentially um, it would have been a big deal for the colleges um, to have enough servers and have enough disk space to, su- to satisfy the yeah. in impossible demands of the students to, to use yeah. their mail and store things. Now, in one fell swoop, all of that is gone out into the cloud. So Microsoft are providing that that the mail for students. Some colleges are using Google as well, so there, there's competing products there. Um, but it's quite revolutionised what the colleges need to do then to support all the students.
0: And what other kind of um, software programs you, s- you mentioned? Office, there. What other? Ones are
1: you, are you is Microsoft providing for you? Yeah, the, built into the the deal is um, so there's the full mail systems. There's sort of um, desktop sharing and and phone voice over IP phone system. So like a Skype sort of deal. Yeah. So they're building in Skype, but much more sophisticated, where you can have up to hundred people participating in an audio thing and SharePoint document sharing and that kind of thing. Great. Plus, in in the area of gaming, and that there's yeah, that's what there, I was wondering about. <laughs> there there are um, some features as well which they're providing free to the to the teaching and learning environment, where students can get access to some of the programming and, and gaming stuff and, For and games start. development yeah.
0: and app development. Exactly, stuff, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Now, I had a little browse of your website um, over the weekend, and um, I see you've got a community tab on the website where there's events advertised, like PhD studentship vac. Can see these workshops and other events, um, like coming up, for example, on the 23rd of this month, you have an event titled um, Realising the Opportunities of Digital Humanities. Tell us a bit about what this, this page facilitates and who it's for.
1: OK, it's for the community, it, yeah. it's not actually HE in it ourselves. are on. Yeah, so. we're a company of about 50 people sort of s- at the centre running all these services. But that, that's to facilitate and to um, share out the information. Like we have a, a shared recruitment website, so any vacancies that come up amongst all of the higher education sector uh, would be advertised on there. So, yeah, digital humanities is a huge issue at the moment. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of talk about data, what to do with all this data, how to index it, how to get at it, you know? So, um, it's, it's it's facilitating that kind of workshop.
0: Yeah, and I see there was an arts and humanities initiative there as well.
1: Yeah, um, the arts and humanities, ironically, is a very intensive user of uh, computing and data storage and so on, so a lot of things around media, multimedia, that sort of thing is, is very intense. Like your student systems now, it's typically they'll they'll be able to download and look at the lecture giving the talk as well as get the slides or whatever from the lecture. Oh, that's
0: brilliant! That's a bit of a yeah. cheat, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough to get you, students to get to, true, to nine a.m. lectures. The,
1: that's the way things are going. So <laughs> lectures are
0: going. to I'd say they'll quickly enough cough on onto that and just <laughs> have some sort of sneaky thing of I don't know. Um, and you've got um, a conference coming up on seventh to the 9th of November. The HEA Net now conference. Tell me a bit about that.
1: Okay, that's th- that's very much part of the service we provide. As I say, we sort of provide the telecoms links and the, the systems, the data centers and all that to host a lot of services. But um, our conference is part of our service too in that we get all the technical people from the colleges together, all from the computer centre departments and with our staff, and we talk about the latest and greatest developments in technology and worldwide and so on.
0: Very so good. it's a
1: very important part of, of what we do is getting all that information together.
0: Very good. And um, I just when I was on the website, I saw there was, there was two projects, one in 2006, one in 2005. 2006, the National Digital Learning Repository and uh, 2005, Grid Ireland, initiated how are these projects going or, or have they finished now have they or yeah
1: um, the digital repository is very much an ongoing it is um, okay. yeah it's so it, and as I was saying like data storage and data repositories that's about say taking your collections of materials in, in different colleges and digitising them, and so on that's a big deal yeah. Grid is all about um, very high performance computing and connecting researchers together and huge big pipes connecting them together to big computers. That is, that's a it's that's a changing scene and Grid Ireland in fact is disbanding, it was a sort of funded project, it's winding down and there are other things to take its place I suppose.
0: Very good. John, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And best of luck with the recent partnership with uh, Microsoft to revolutionize the third level sector. Now let's take a look at the the technology news for this week. First up, um, Loretto Secondary School in Kilkenny has become the first smart school in Europe, or rather, they're the first school to carry out Europe's first classroom pilot of Samsung's smart school solution, a fully integrated one-to-one learning platform that empowers teachers to deliver an interactive learning environment. The pilot will serve to demonstrate the potential of the digital classroom platform that harnesses the latest Samsung technologies, including the new Galaxy Note 10.1 tablet and S Pen technology, a 65-inch interactive e-board and all share cast dongle which facilitates wireless streaming of content there's more, there's good news um, down in Limerick uh, this week GenCell Biosystems pioneering research and development by it's a new Limerick based Irish genetics company GenCell Biosystems they've achieved major recognition from an international syndicate of investors in Enterprise Ireland um, by securing 2.7 million euros um, seed funding which will now see the company continue to expand its international operations. Is prototyped a new composite liquid cell diagnostic system. This mirror nature by performing molecular biology with inert synthetic cells. The GenCell system uses microfluidic processes and special light wavelengths to automatically analyze DNA profiles and to predict future growth outcomes in individual cells. GenCell cu- currently employs 29 staff members, mainly PhDs and postgraduates in areas including molecular biology, engineering, software and business management, and the company has established an 18,000 square foot facility in Raheen in Limerick and will re- recruit a further 20 highly qualified staff um, and also intends insta- intends to establish an operation in the Uni- United States in the current year. So that's great news to see. More good news, MasterCard have un- unveiled labs in Dublin. Their latest micro- master- sorry, mi- Microsoft MasterCard, two M words, are MasterCard Labs offices in Dublin this week. The new innovation hub will lead in the development of innovation and technology for MasterCard worldwide and will be the first such office in Europe and joins Purchase New York, Singapore and St. Louis, Missouri as part of an ever-growing global network, growing, diversifying and building new business. So it looks like there'll be a few jobs going with that as well then PayPal um, are in the headlines uh, this week with Louise Phelan has become the the first woman ever to receive Sir Michael Smurfit Business Achievement Award. She's the Vice President of Global Operations for Europe, Middle East and Africa and Louise on Wednesday night last week was awarded the prestigious Sir Michael Smurfit Business Achievement Award by the Irish Chamber of Commerce in the United States and Phelan who was successful earlier in this year in securing a second operations centre and 1,000 new jobs for PayPal's growing Europe Operations Division was presented with the award at the 24th Annual American Celtic Ball at the Pierre Hotel in New York City. And that's what's been happening in the technology news for this week. Now, joining me in studio is Wayne Daly, a computing student living and studying in Cork. Uh, with a bright idea of a refill-a-cup. Wayne thanks for coming on the show. No
2: problem, no problem. Thanks. So
0: go on, tell us what refill-a-cup.
2: Well refill a cup came to me about a year and a half ago when I was visiting my grandmother in hospital. Uh, I was down there and I noticed that um, the nurses were they were quite busy you know going around filling up glasses of water for the patients, the people with disabilities, bedridden, you know of old age and all the causes that comes with it. So um, I thought to myself there must be a faster way of doing this and especially the way hospitals now, the bids are getting scarce and nurses hours are getting cut and all the co- economic problems in Ireland and whatnot. So I decided something needs to be done about this, you know, cut the costs, make something beneficial. So um, I went down. I went around Cork City, uh, s- s- sitting in cafes for hours and hours and hours, yeah. trying to think up some idea how to fix it, how to you know, make it better. So um, I came up with the idea of a refill cup Basically, it comes. It will come as a, a cup unit and a base unit where um, in the bottom of the cup unit there will be the valve mechanism which will be at the bottom. There will be a donut-shaped magnet and at the top a circular circular magnet so um, when you put the cup down on the base unit there will be part of the base unit protruding up that will go up through the donut shaped magnet and push up the circular shaped magnet sounds very complicated i know i know i know know. i'm trying to visualize stick with me stick with me (laughs) but um, basically then that creates an open where the water or whatever fluid they want can be pumped up through into the glass and once they get three quarters of the way up there will be uh, a little scale inside in the base that will uh, trigger the cup to stop refilling because you don't want it overflowing or anything. So um, then uh, the user can lift up the cup, and by doing so, the magnet mechanism will close, and there you go—you will have a, a nice drink.
0: And sorry, where now? Maybe maybe you've already said it there, and I just got confused because I've got blonde hair. But <laughs> um, where's the water? The liquid stored again? The
2: liquid you see can be connected to a mains. Right. Uh, we, and you can add a filter or whatnot, or it could be connected for the portable use to a two-liter bottle of whatever you want. Right. You know, by your bedside table, so you won't have to get up during the night. So
0: it's just kind of like a tube goes into. Yeah, it? Yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's a tube. Yeah. It's basically a little tube that will fit, and you'll have your drink. You know, it sounds very complicated, but yeah, it, it works.
0: No, no, it's 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 great to see someone like thinking, using you know the old grey matter and kind mm. of coming up with ideas. It, um, it,
2: was, it was just like. In retirement homes and hospitals and stuff, yeah, you know, and I even noticed that, um, a lot of old people and stuff they would be very reluctant to ask for water. Some people, because you know, and there's no reason to, it's just that you. Your independence might come into matter, no, and and then you get you, you so fe- you'd many, feel you'd feel are like, pestering, but it, you would, yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. You can see
0: an old dear like who just wouldn't, because yeah. sh- in in nursing homes in particular, they're so busy. The,
2: that's, the, it, that's it. The like it's, it's all about, they're constantly working. So I, and, it, it would help yeah. them be independent as well, you know. And yeah. and I was even talking to my friends, and even my friends would want to buy it because. Basically, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to just lie in your bedroom and not have to get up to the kitchen for a refill?
0: It's the kind of thing that if you pitched it to the right um, kind of government body or maybe, have you considered getting maybe a TD involved and... Um, See,
2: that, that's, that's that's where my age come into play. It's very hard oh, to get into no. the right circle. What and, age are you? I'm only 22. Right. So and I mean colleagues and if I had my own funding I'd be able to get further about it but
0: but wha- well what about now I, I don't know whether this is something that it, it could be done but pitching the whole thing to a TD and seeing about because you know there's potential that if this product gets underway and takes wings that you could do um kind of you know you could do deals with all the nursing homes Arnold in Sand, Ireland Sand. and uh, you know what I mean that's,
2: that's a, hopefully be the plan. their main
0: supplier like.
2: but um, we, I have the idea it. We. I went to a yeah. patent attorney. Great. We have it all sorted out. We've uh, features installed as well, such as a LED light in the base, right. so even in the middle of the night, that um you want because some people would be bedridden, wouldn't be able to get out of bed, yeah. so it would um refract through the water and glow, so basically you'll see what you're doing during the, the you know work. when you're filling your cup.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd need
2: that, alright But um, yeah. That's the plan. Is hopefully to get funding, and we are on a, a crowdsourcing website. It's called uh fundageek.com, F-U-N-D-A-G-E-E-K.com yeah. and basically we're on the home page and all our contact information is there. People can donate if they feel it's a good idea and merits action and um, even putting chill investors and companies that want more information and contact details. It's all on that page. And
0: have you approached nursing homes about... We haven't
2: as of yet because...
0: You're still a student, I, you have only so many I'm, hours I'm in trying, the day. I'm trying, I'm, <laughs>
2: tr- I'm trying to get enough funds for um, uh, basically... Uh, P internet worldwide, global right. pitting, and I have until August to do that because right. I'm I'm protected at the moment, but right, okay. by August I have to proceed,
0: right. and
2: that's where I'm stuck for time, unfortunately. Okay, especially being on my own and going for this all alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so listeners, now if you think this is please. a good idea, go to fundageek.com.
2: Fundageek.com, and I'll be on the home page.
0: And Wayne Daly's refill a cup. If you think that's a good idea, give this guy a little bit of help because. Ideas like this are what's going to create jobs, ultimately, and, you know, th- this kind of... It's just generating... I mean, if this goes global, it'll be bringing money into the country. Into the country, yes. Like, you know? Into the
2: economy. Yeah, which absolutely. We, which we need.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, we certainly do. And so where are you getting your business help from?
2: Uh, well, to be like, fair... Are your
0: lecturers on board? Is it your parents? How are you? uh,
2: to be fair, it was completely on my own until yeah. about last week, really. really? But. Um, it's very hard. I I do plan on entering into the Innovation Award in CIT, yeah. which is coming up, and that might help with the funding a little bit. But basically, I think it's the people on the street that will do the best. Even by spreading it by Facebook and social media. If you if you're on Twitter, tweet it. If you're on Facebook, share the link to the page. Even if you know people in the industry, just tell them about it. Yeah. It's it's all by word of mouth to get it get it working.
0: And so um, you're studying, is it computer science? Computer
2: science, which to be fair, is not very related, I was told, but (laughs) these things happen.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I was going to say, what do you intend to use your computer science? You will be using your computer science degree, I guess. But, you know, you're you're now an inventor of products as opposed to software apps, I yeah. suppose. The invention, know, you know, you that know, you never know. won't stop inside your brain, I imagine. Can't help us. And have you any other ideas in your head for future well, look, possible I, products?
2: I did start up um, a local directory in my town, for my <laughs> shops. That I, that's, that's another People thing like altogether. You. you know. <laughs>
0: put us all to shame. Oh. <laughs> so what was the local directory?
2: It was uh, for my shops.ie, it was basically uh, for all the businesses to sign up to, and they, uh, it was a virtual directory using Google, how to get to the shop and...
0: My shops.ie?
2: Uh, for my shops. It was
0: oh, for f- it, yeah.
2: For my shops. And um, cool. we're starting in Carlisle now soon, so it'll be Carola shops. So it's starting to spread, so hopefully that'll take off as well. Yeah. But my main focus at the moment is for Philikoff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um I suppose you're going to keep have you I suppose you haven't really looked into it yet but you'd be keeping production in Ireland if it goes Oh, yeah,
2: I want to keep it all community based because it will help the people in Ireland and it will spread and help other people. It's really about helping. Is that's what that's why I came up with the idea and I kind of want to stick to that fundamental issue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And have you got a lot of your
2: friends kind of helping you out? My friends are, everyone I talk to thinks it's a good idea and mm. thinks it should be in the market because the, I was looking up on the internet and the best I've seen was cups with two handles for people with mobility and at this day and age, you, with all the technology we have, it's about time we have something like this in the shops in the market. Yeah. Because I, I think people will, will would like, everyone knows someone with a disability or a mobility issue due to age, so it, it affects everyone.
0: Do you know, I mean, I mean, obviously the great thing about it is for people who have disabilities and everything, but I'd say there'd be a fair few people that you could market the likes, you the, know, as, a gauge,
2: as a gauge, you know, know, as, know, as a I know, guy, everyone huh. says it to me, all my friends that's the best thing to do whatever like right beside the xbox you know, <laughs> you know a, ga- a, ga- a game session
0: well you know it's coming up to christmas now and you know those chris kingles where you, you you've got the person who you have no you don't really know them so you're yeah. like what do i get the person i have no idea i'll get him a refillable but you you wouldn't be dis-
2: disappointed with it you know <laughs> no, it's, it's something new it's yeah. unique in its own way it's it's yeah. not out there
0: it's, at what price actually would you be thinking i suppose this is a little bit early to be it is at, a
2: small it? bit early but yeah. um I, I wouldn't expect it to be too high it would be reasonable, to say yeah. the least. But I would plan to keep stuff in Ireland. I would, I would like to keep it community-based because yeah. this here's that's where I grew up, and you want to give something back at least.
0: Absolutely, yeah. You know? Look, I think it's great. I mean. I, we need to get more people like you. I wish I was like you. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah <I> definitely do. Because <laughs> if this goes ahead, you're going to be a lot richer than I am. I don't um know. <laughs> But, um, Wayne, thanks so much for coming on the show it's no today. no problem. Um, it's really great to hear stories like this happening around the country and seeing technology benefit, um, you know, all age groups, especially those who we may... You know, in the in the day to, the runnings of day to day life, we may forget about them a little bit. Okay. Um, and you know, that's what technology there for to help us out in in our daily walk. Um, now. Turning to games, there's nothing major happening on the games front Um, this week. A couple of titles are being released this Friday, like Doom 3, BFG Edition, Skylanders, Giants, uh, 007 Legends and Rocksmith. They're all for PS3, Xbox 360 and PC. And of course, 007 Legends is being released just ahead of the new Bond movie, Skyfall, which is in cinemas next Friday, the 26th of October. Can't wait for that. I'm such a 007 fan. Then the Vita sees two titles released um, for this week. Uh, it sees Lego, Lord of the Rings and Street Fighter X Tekken. Um, so I'd actually be very interested in playing Street Fighter Tekken um, game. And then 3DS it gets uh, missed. Um, Now on the gadget front, there's a new phablet in town. That is, of course, for those of you who are unaware of what I was just saying, yes, I was still speaking English, although this one's probably not really found in the Oxford English Dictionary just yet. A phablet is what um, we're nicknaming. It's an unofficial nickname um, for something that's too big to be a smartphone and uh, too small to be a tablet. It's somewhere in the middle. And the Samsung Galaxy Note 2, which was just launched last Tuesday, is a prime example of a phablet. It's got a 5.55 inch Super AMOLED HD display. So it's not quite a smartphone and it's not quite a tablet. The Note 2 was launched in Dublin City Hall um, there last Tuesday night. I got to go along to it and try out this little beast in my hand. And I have to say, she's a beaut. It's got a 1.6 gigahertz quad-core processor, so it's very, very fast. It's got an 8 megapixel camera with best shot feature. It's got S-Pen functionality. Those of you who are familiar with Samsung products will know that they have kept the S-Pen and people don't people are you know they have different opinions of this whether or not there's needed to be a pen um, or or just keep a touch screen and i have to say i was very impressed with the s pen Um, last week there was the girls who were demonstrating it there they were showing me some very cool tricks like one of the tricks says that if you hover the s pen you have to press a little button on the side of it and hover it over um, one of the videos on the on your on your device it'll Flip through it; um, it'll go through it at super fast speed, and um, to show you, you know, whether you've seen the video or not. And there's just a whole load of really cool little um, features to this phone. I have to say, it's the first phone ever that has the ability to show three apps at once on the same screen, which was I thought it was really really cool. She was able to drag down. I think oh, it runs G- Jelly Bean as well, so she was able to run. The girl who was showing me, you could um, take an app, you could you could have like say your texts. Um, on and then if you, or, or you open up your text messages, then you could drag over your pictures. You could view them on the top half of the screen. Then you can open up your videos and you can pop out the video. And you're able to drag it around the screen and make it bigger, or smaller, or whatever. It's it's really cool. And then there was um there was a kind of a fun little app which is unique to the Galaxy Note 2 called um, Paper Artist, which um it was just really fun. You took a photo of someone and you could rub the you could, with your touch screen, You could rub the image and um it was like all kind of it was a cartoon, and when you rubbed it, it went back into reality. It was just those kind of little things. There was also some really cool features as to how you viewed um, pictures on it. Um, th- there was uh, one way that you could view it was like Star Wars, um, kind of, you know, the intro, how that came up. Then there was another swirl feature. So that's available in titanium grey and um, in marble white. And I think it's definitely with three at the moment. I'm not sure about Vodafone Meteor 02, but um, it's definitely with three. And three is great because you got the all-you-can-eat data. And... Um, plans which are available with those. Well that's it for this week on the Click Technology Show I hope you guys all enjoyed the show but before I go I've got a little competition for you all out there Um, it's the same we're we're running this competition for this um, month it's one of Sony's latest smartphones that we've got to give away the Sony Xperia P now this little creature it's very stylish it's got a 4 inch reality display powered by Sony Mobile Bravia Engine it debuts white magic display technology which gives an ultra bright and power efficient viewing experience it's got a 1 gigahertz dual core processor with 16 gigabytes of flash storage an 8 megapixel camera with fast capture hd recording and sony technology to capture 2d and 3d panoramic images it also boasts hdmi and dlna connectivity nfc and runs ics ice cream sandwich so if you want to win yourself a lovely little Xperia P, then just log on to www.clickonline.com forward slash competitions and enter by answering this simple question what did sony mobile used to be called was it a sony ericsson or b sony maloney So just head to clickonline.com forward slash competitions to enter and hopefully you could be winning yourself a shiny new Sony Xperia P. That's it from me for this week. Tune in at the same time next week for more technology news with a spattering of games too on the Click Technology Show. Now go have yourselves a lovely afternoon. I'm Hilary Johnson and you're listening to 103.2 Dublin City FM.